brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Across the nation, over 700,000 restaurant cooks prepare literally millions of meals each day. Most of them cook to order. Since different foods require different preparation techniques and cooking times, filling the dinner order for just a party of... The honey kicking gonna stop! It's gonna start now! It's gonna run through the summer! And it's hot, hot, hot in public, if you will! It's Monday night. It's 10 p.m. on the East Coast. It is other times across other parts of the country. Hell, I don't remember. I was trying to think. What is it? I guess in Chicago right now it's 9, 9 p.m. Uh, in, in the great state of Colorado, what is it? It's, it's 8 p.m. That's prime time, baby. And, of course, in the great state of California, it is 7 p.m. Just see, I have to stop what I'm doing just to do math there because I can't fucking do the math. Anyway, what's going on, guys? Welcome to Plum Love Foods Live. My name is Chef. Um, and you were checking out this program that is for chefs by a chef with chef guests all about the food because that's what the most important part is and tonight is no different than any other night tonight we are having a great episode with uh, our good friend chef Aram Reed 
from Chicago. He's a pretty well-known personal chef out there. I've done a lot of TV work as well. Aram and I met on a show called The Taste years ago. Uh, it just so happens uh, we've, been, we've stayed in contact, stayed in touch, sent each other horror and just pictures and make fun of each other nonstop. Uh, but Aram and I are going to do an event together in uh, December. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I thought it'd be a great time to have him come on and we discuss a little bit about uh, personal chefs because uh, come to find out, Aram and I do business very, very, very similar. Uh, we we, we kind of quote the same. We talk to clients the same. We kind of sell the same thing to them. Uh, so I think it's going to be a great time to talk about it. He's a great guy to talk to. And plus, we'll talk about some TV, the in and outs of that stuff. And, of course, uh, a little bit more about catering in itself. Because I think it's kind of like an ongoing battle, it seems like, especially on social media and uh, everywhere else. Uh, whether a personal chef, a private chef, uh, is the bane of the restaurant chef's existence. Because uh, let me tell you something. You can think all you want, but I've got my own opinions about it. I'm going to let you know tonight right here on this episode of Plum Love Foods Live. Thank you guys for checking me out. It's going to be a lot of fun tonight. I always enjoy doing the show on Monday nights. Uh, we are working on some pretty big stuff. I'm looking forward to breaking that news here very, very shortly. Probably uh, next week about that one. It's going to be good times. But speaking of big news being broken, uh, you guys have heard it on this show now for a couple of weeks. kind of been hinted to. Uh, it's been, I think we've done everything but straight up just say it. Uh, but today we released the uh, promotional video for our edible nutmeg on the road series. That's officially going to be on WCTX uh, here in the tri-state area, starting at the My Network TV. Uh, it's a starting point, man. Um, we are we, we produce it on our own. Uh, we have some great people. Big shout out to my man over there, Shay and Jerome from Visionary Organics, for helping make that happen. Uh, but man, let me tell you something: the amount of stuff that you have to go through to make this happen—it's insane. So we have these beautiful episodes. We have three of them that are finished, completed, edited, and uploaded to the server. So what happens is, I'm trying to figure out how to say this without sounding like a jackass. So what happens is, when you have a program, I think it's uploaded to a server, right? Like Kind of like the cloud, right? Although it's not really a cloud, it's at somebody's house. Well, not their house, but like the business, right? So it's uploaded to the server at a business. And so what happens from there is they have to pay for that, which no one tells you. Uh, what ends up happening from there uh, the network can then download the program and this particular company, uh, they make sure all your specs are right and everything's the way it's supposed to be and the sound is correct, the color is correct, everything's the way it's supposed to be. Holy God, the amount of things that it has to be, it's just so different than just doing a, a, you know, a web series or something like that. It's absolutely insane. We uploaded, it took forever to upload them to their server. I uh, got an email from the gentleman tonight who is our kind of our representative, the guy helping us. And he's like, you need to do X, Y, Z, this, that, and the other thing. The funny part is half the stuff this gentleman's talking about, I don't even know what it means. What's an ADF? I don't know what an ADF is. I guess it's all about because uh, screen resolutions and things like that. Because even though if you upload something in HD, uh, it's all about the aspect ratio and how it can change and how it needs to be readjusted for other people's TVs. I didn't even know that was a thing. I just assumed like everything is in HD now. Uh, that's not the case. That's really, really not the case. So, uh, yeah, we've been dealing with that. But, you know, those are kind of like the, the little things we have to take care of now because all the hard work's over, the heavy lifting's done. You know, the show's edited. It looks great. It looks fantastic. You can check that out. It's posted on Facebook right now at Chef underscore Plum and Chef with two S Plum on Facebook. We're going to do it on Instagram later on tonight and uh, put that out there as well. But it's going to be fun, man. I'm really excited about it. I'm excited to see what kind of reaction we get for it. Uh, I'm really, really proud of it. It's been a lot of hard work. And it's the coolest part about the project is 
uh, is seeing all these cool places around where I live that uh, you maybe don't know they're there. And it's going to be great. It's very family-friendly programming. Uh, Saturday mornings. We're not 100% clear on the time yet. Um, it, it's going to be pretty early. I mean, it'll probably be somewhere at 7, somewhere in there. Uh, but listen, you take what you can get to start. You know, hey, listen, beggars can't be choosers. Uh, we'll, we'll take it and we'll see how we do with it. Because listen, in this day and age, who cares? We Everybody DVRs everything anyway. So uh, it's going to be great. We've got some fantastic sponsors, too, who have really helped us out with that. Uh, of course, my good friends over at Ergo Chef Knives have jumped on board with us. Uh, they just released uh, an awesome knife called a Shinzui. You should check those guys out. This knife is killer. They had a new building opening, and we went to the Grand Open this week and uh, just had a blast. And on top of it, I actually went. I had a Saturday night off this weekend, and um, I actually went over to the uh, warehouse with the guys, and uh, they all played music. And I haven't played music like that in forever since, like, high school. But it was awesome, man, sitting inside of this uh, – warehouse and they've got like a whole drum kit and all this, all this equipment set up and uh yeah i took my bass guitar of course and ended up singing a whole bunch it's just a lot of fun man we're gonna go do it again i really enjoyed that with those guys they're such good people over there man they, they've always looked out for me and been good to me so um you know any opportunity i get to hang out with those guys i i really really look forward to and enjoy because they're so great about you know supporting and everything else they, they even uh took my knives and put a new edge on them for me because i needed a new edge on my knives so uh Here's a big shout out to my guys over Ergo Chef Knives. Uh, swig of beer for uh, my guys over there. A little uh, Blue Point toasted lager because I poured Heineken Light out of my keg and it was all foam. That's all right, though. Uh, also, a big shout out to uh, my new friend over at uh, Earthborn Pottery. Let me tell you something about this. I found her name is Tina and she's out of Alabama. And what she does with this stuff is just absolutely stunning. It's gorgeous. I'm going to have her on the show because it's so. It's beautiful, man. It really, truly is just beautiful stuff. And what she does, it's all handmade. It's kind of like pottery and plates and stuff. It's made for restaurants. It's made for the hospitality industry. These things can take a freaking beating, man. And they don't break. And they're easily washable. And they're just and they're beautiful. Very earth tones, earth colors. Uh, I really, really like them. So I found them from the uh, New Orleans event that I was at. We got given a whole bunch of it as a gift. And uh, after going there and seeing it and being a part of it. Uh, and then getting this stuff, it was like just a great cap off of that entire weekend out in New Orleans. But the coolest part was uh, I reached out to her and told her what our project was and she loved it and wanted to be a part of it. For that, incredibly thankful. Uh, I love her stuff, looking forward to promoting her more and getting some more of her stuff on uh, as well. Also, uh, I had to buy a new car recently, so I reached out to my guys over at uh, Green Tree Toyota here locally. They, they're really, really good people, great family-run business. And uh, it was really no question. They just said, this is great chef, we want to be a part of it. So. Big shout out to them. Of course, our friends over at Spiga Restaurant also, uh, they came on board. Uh, it's a restaurant company. They have Spiga, Lugano, and uh, Malta, which is uh, three fantastic restaurants. I can't wait for you guys to see the commercials I recorded for them because um, it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous, man, because uh, I just did my, my announcement voice with them. So I'm looking forward to you guys seeing that stuff. And uh, to top it all off, I mean, we had so many great sponsors. I mean, it was just really, really fantastic. But uh, we had our friends uh, over at NRG Home Solar, great people over there. Uh, they put um, uh, solar panels on my roof about a year ago, and uh, we've never looked back. It's just been great. I mean, that's not really food stuff, but basically what it is, it's, you know, it takes a, it takes a whole city to make this thing happen. And these guys have gotten on board and gotten behind us and really, really helped make this happen. So we're really proud of it. We're proud of the, of the content. I'm proud of what we uh, put together, and I'm proud of everybody who was involved with it. Uh, it's, it's very humbling when you see how much it takes to make something like this happen. And then when it does happen, it really is. I'm telling you, we're going to do a grand uh, 
we're gonna do a uh, uh, like a premiere party type thing, and I'm probably gonna cry. Maybe. Can I not say that on the air? I don't know. I don't know. I, I got three kids. I cry at something to like commercials now. I'm a fucking nightmare. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I can't wait. If you haven't checked it out yet, go check it out. It's on Facebook and uh, Twitter. We're also gonna put it out on Instagram as well after the show tonight. Uh, so anyway, enough of that. Enough of uh, shameless promoting. But I'm not really promoting because it's part of the show and and. You know, we're going to take this show that this TV project is actually allowing uh, some of the big news with this very program uh, to be taken to the next level, which, which, well, God, I'm just I'm dying to say it, but I can't yet. It's not, there's, there's a chance that this show is going to get much bigger very quickly. Um, and I'm looking forward to that happening. So I think we can do it and you know, we'll give it a try and see how it goes. I mean, I may hate it, but we'll give it a go. We'll see how it goes. And if we like it, we'll keep doing it. I mean, I say we, because listen, we do the show together. You guys are all with me. You've been checking it out for such a long time. Uh, I appreciate it. So thank you. Um, anyway, tonight, this conversation with Aram, a uh, great guy. He was on the show a long, long, long time ago. I'm sure we'll recap a lot of the ways we know each other, but I really want to talk about how a restaurant chef versus personal private chef. Like, what are the pros and cons of each one? And I think that we'll go back and forth with it because Aaron and myself are both private chefs. So uh, we'll, we'll probably have some very situated opinions about that. And maybe, you know what, maybe maybe we'll get another... If, if anybody wants to call in, we'll see if we can take calls. I don't know. Usually people call in, but they get pissed. I can't take them. But I don't know. If you're a restaurant chef, you want to get down here and get on board, it's, nine four, it's 347-945-6966. Uh, we'll see if we can get to you. I don't know, man. I was hesitant about taking phone calls because sometimes you motherfuckers just go on and on and on about nothing. <laughs> you just drone like you're talking. I don't know what you're talking about, but we'll give it a go. Uh, you know, but, but I think Aram and I will do that and we'll give our personal chef opinion, private chef opinion. But maybe we'll also talk about, uh, you know, we, we both have restaurant history as well. So getting that involved is probably a big part of it. But maybe uh, we'll do a a round table with a couple of private chefs and personal chefs uh, on board as well. You know, I've been holding back on some of the bigger guests uh, here lately because of the show, because of what's going to happen here in a few weeks with this program. But uh, I figured that as we move forward, um, you know, we'll start pushing those guys out a little bit more. But I look forward very, very much tonight to having my conversation with my buddy Aaron. He's a great guy, a great private chef, um, and he's even better human being. So having that, you know, a guy like that come on, I'm sure we'll reminisce about some, some old... Uh, some old uh, TV stories, some old uh, stories about being on The Taste on ABC, uh, season one of that show, that's where we met. Uh, it's just cool because I say when you do these shows, uh, whether it's Chopped, whether it's whether it's uh, anything on Food Network, like the Cutthroat Kitchen or any of these particular shows, half the fun of it is meeting the people there and becoming friends with them. And that's how Chef Aram and I met and we've kept in contact the entire time. So I'm uh, looking forward to talking to him about that uh, again. Thank you guys so much. Super, super proud to announce the TV show, uh, Edible Nutmeg, on the road, starting November 26th on WCTX, My Network TV, here in the Tri-State area, and hosted by yours truly, and produced by yours truly. But we're very proud of it, so I hope you guys check it out. Uh, we're going to play a spot here. Uh, you know, I'm not going to do a spot. I'll save the spots for the end. Let's do a quick song so I can pour myself a beer, and uh, we'll get uh, Chef Aram on here, and we'll get down and dirty, talking about catering jobs and private chefs versus restaurant chefs. You're checking out Plum Love Foods Live right here on Blog Talk Radio, on Stitcher Radio, TuneIn FM, freaking Smoke Signal, you know, everywhere else you get your podcast that you'll find us. But right now we are live as live can be on a Monday night. It's 10, 14 p.m. on the East Coast. We'll see you guys in just a second. Stay right there. And he's a real screwball if you ask me. 
Look at the way he's always sending warnings to the newspapers before he blows another batch of pedestrians to Hades. Yeah, and have you noticed? He always ends his notes by saying, The scent of danger takes me to the edge of panic. Now I'm caught in the plot that was thought up. Satanic like mayo, deo, daylight comes and I want to get home before I'm burnt by the sun. I want to be free in peace, love and harmony. But my Miranda be vanishing like carbon seed. Check the scripture. A picture emerges. Bells chime at the twelfth side of the seventh And the verse is a sleeper steeped in the force of the dark side of strife. Behold a pale horse. And the source be above the law like Segal. The thought of his stare raised my hand like Vidal. Now he stalks where I walk, setting soldiers at the border. I'd hope to catch Corvera acting out of order. Speed a fool like Ozzy meets a man. And the fact is I was kidnapped, thrown in the back of the unmarked van. Destination unknown in the Oh, 
coming back, coming back. This is something called a live read. That's what we're going to do right now. You know why they call it a live read? Because it's me talking. So you think the show is on, but I'm actually shilling my wares. And uh... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Uh, sponsors of the program. It's an old radio trick that people still use to this day, but when it comes to using tricks, let me tell you something. You gotta be awake to catch them. Had you had some bird's eye coffee right now, you would know that uh, I was about to do this. So check it out, Birds of a Feather Coffee Company, small batch craft coffee coming out of Tampa, Florida. These guys use only the highest quality, specialty grade beans. Uh, their coffee is just killer. My wife is a coffee snob and she loves Birds of a Feather Coffee Company. The blends are complex but approachable and they're always roasted fresh. Let me tell you something, small batch roasted coffee is the way to go. The Morning Lark blend, it's bright with a honeyed sweetness with just a hint of citrus spice. And it's awesome for the morning. You got to check these out. You have to. Birds of a Feather Coffee Company. You can order online at birdscoffeecompany.com. You can even sign up for a monthly subscription so you never run out of your favorite. Check them out at birdscoffeecompany.com. I wasn't sure there. I was thinking about like maybe I should play a spot. Maybe I should uh, uh, you know, cut to another break. But why not, man? We just freaking keep this shit going. I can't stare at like a deer in headlights, right? You can't do that. You look retarded doing that. I guess you can't say that anymore. I really shouldn't say that. But let me tell you something. Tonight, right now, I have got uh, my guest on this show tonight. is one of my favorite private chefs, personal chefs in the country. Uh, he's a fantastic chef. You can check him out at Chef Air Reed on Instagram. Check out some of his amazing food. Uh, he is killing it. He's a guy who's definitely got the whole business under control and feeling out what's happened, especially down in the Windy City. And here lately, apparently across the country, uh, not only is he killing it in the food business and in this personal chef realm, but my man is a great human being himself. And he just got married not too long ago. Everybody, let me welcome my man, Chef Aaron Reed. Chef, what's happening? How are you, brother? Thank you, Plum, man. How's it going, dude? 
Talk right, about killing it. You you have sponsors. <laughs> I know. That's it's like crazy. That's killing it. Like, can we just address that real quick? Like, that's dope. There's all, you know, the James Beard is in Chicago. So it's always like restaurant, restaurant, restaurant. But like, no, whatever. There's no awards for us. But like, when you have sponsors, like, you did it, Pum. You did it. I'm trying, man. I'm trying really, really hard. And I tell you what, the biggest news today, I know you've been working all day, is that we officially announced the TV show starting November 26th on uh, My Network TV. We're very, very excited about it. Uh, and, and that has a ton of sponsors on that. But it's not just for me. It's for the great content. And I tell you what, that's how you get your sponsors, having good content. And the way to get good content is have great guests like you on the program. Oh, thanks, you, brother. Man, congratulations. That's fantastic. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Well, I appreciate it. Brother, so you just got married, dude. It's been, uh, yeah, I'm uh, a newlywed, super excited. And uh, the best part about uh, when a newlywed couple marries a chef, she always wants to learn to cook. So now I'm getting these like bomb homemade dinners every night. It's It's been on point. Nice, nice. I wish my wife would do that. My wife made dinner tonight. You know what she made? BLTs. What'd she make? <laughs> BLTs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you know what, though? We it's it's a, from uh, our, the, the last of our garden tomatoes, so they actually were delicious. There you go. So, it's, you know, it's, you got a full farm table thing going on there. That's way, you know, that's way better. But uh, yeah. we have some wicked pork chops tonight, dude. This is what we do in Chicago. This isn't pork. It's not dinner. Nice. Nice. Don't play that background music sucks. Don't play that. Uh, that's awesome. So you got, did she brine the pork chops? Have you got her doing all that yet or not yet? We're getting there, starting with some marinades. Uh, we're working on uh, some vegetable technique, which is huge. And uh, and the best part was she made this homemade mac and the pasta was like perfectly al dente. Wow. Then a nice job with so, the pasta. That's not, that's not easy to do. No, you know, so I'm, uh, I've, you know. It's easy, it's easy for you and me to do, but for people who don't, you know, know what that means, it's, it's not always an easy thing to do, you know? With a little guidance, we can all do it together. But, as long as everyone doesn't know how to cook, you you and I stay in business, and that's really what's what's more important. Yes, yeah. that's right, dude. That's right. Well, so it's been a while since you've been on the show. Man. You were on a while back, and 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 obviously, I love talking to you. We 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 kind of met. I was giving the lowdown, you know, in the monologue here. We met uh, on the taste season one, trying to hit it off. You know, fucking, you you meet people who are kindred spirits, and you know, we met. We laughed our balls off, had a great time, and we just kind of stayed in touch ever since. Uh, even to the point now, I was just kind of saying I didn't get into details or anything, but we're actually going to do an event together in December, which is awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, you know, kind of segue into our, you know, the, the main point of this whole show, but it's just the freedom that we have, really. Yeah. Is, uh, it's really game changer for everything. So, dude, I'm so excited that we're going to cook together and it's going to be awesome. like face to face. What a, what a fun treat. It's going to be interesting, too, because with two two little uh faces and voices who's gonna keep talking <laughs> between you and i <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna go 30 second intervals dude i <laughs> <laughs> take turns that's right that's right hey look you never know what if we're onto something here it's gonna change the world uh tag team chef catering right. or some shit we're gonna come up with it's gonna be some new thing who knows transnational man it's huge it's it's uh it's everything these days do you like that it, it, it's awesome well, that's a good one i do like that you got transnational and i got well, catertain <laughs> I just want to know, like, how many places have you been cooking in this this year alone? Oh man, um, you know, it's funny you bring that up because I was talking about, you know, one of the questions I want to talk to you about is it worth taking catering jobs out of the state? And um, 
I mean, the summertime, I was, I mean, nonstop. I'm always like going to New York. I mean, of course, where I live is uh, really close to New York City. So I'm in New York City. I'm in the Hamptons. I'm all over the place. And just uh, it, it, to me, it's totally worth it to do jobs like that because one, it's an adventure. Who doesn't love a great adventure? Uh, but two, uh, just it's just kind of you kind of broadening your brand, you know. Yeah, and you get to party and uh, do good yeah. food and like dope dope spots where like otherwise I would never be. Like I don't have any friends. It's, it's the hustle. You. It's the yeah. hustle. You know, I mean that, that's what I think. You know, one of the things I think I love the most. Trust me, there's times where you know I completely miss like running a line, but. You know, to make up for those, I have a pop-up restaurant that I'll do, and it's the same thing. But, you know, I think that you're probably the same way. I mean, you've got restaurant experience, but, you know, having that freedom to hustle and do your own thing, I mean, it's a different, it's a different world. Truly, truly. Uh, what I, you know, I think what it's the most fascinating part that we don't get credit for is you, you do every position. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so it's like I'm doing accounting, I'm doing marketing, I'm doing prep work I'm doing fucking executing so many things you're the face of the company and, uh, you're the person they're going to talk to you're, you're the you're the pr person they they're they right. hire you when you're good at what you do uh i especially at what you and i do as, as private personal chefs i mean listen we both were i'm not shy to say it i'm a great cook you are too and, and the word cook is not a bad word to me um you know we're, we're both great at it but people don't people hire us because of who we are. Obviously we can cook, but they hire us for who we are. Am I wrong about that? No, not at all. And so I always talk about that. Uh, my mom's always on me cause she's like, you know, uh, what are you gonna do with your future kind of thing still? It's like, mm -hmm. this is what we're doing. Right, <laughs> but, uh, this is like, what you know, we're doing. You should not, since day one, she's always like, you should find a protege. You should find his proteges. And I'm like, but I'm like, you understand. I'm like, it's not about um, just the ability to like take an order or do a menu or do a service, but then also be personal and funny and take pictures and do this and do this and do this. And like, there's a, it's a, it's a small market. Completely. Completely. Of, Bro, like, I did a niche, I did a, a niche uh, personality. 100%. I did a wedding party uh, a couple weekends ago about, I guess it's probably about 50 miles north of me, close to the Massachusetts border. Uh, for for a group, check this out. Great party. I mean, at the end of the night, uh, I'll, I'll I'll make it short and sweet. It was a nine person, uh, seven course menu. Uh, you know, for a wedding. It was a very small wedding. They didn't tell anybody they're getting married. They had their families come. They set this little tent up in the backyard. Very fall and festive-ish. We had like pumpkins set up and hay bales. It was dope. Uh, beautiful, all local food menu. Uh, you know, and basically, you know, you 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 feel the party out. So I went out, and you know, obviously, I'm. I'm talking about each dish and why I made it. I tell a little story behind it. Uh, and at the end of the night, the bride comes in, bro. We haven't even put dessert out yet. She comes in. Uh, she's in tears and she uh -oh. hugs me. She hugs me and she goes, I just want you to know how much you've made this night for us. This was the most unbelievable thing we could have ever done. We could never, could never have imagined doing this any other way. And here's the thing. That's their wedding night. That's forever, dude. That's never going away. What we gave them that night, that's never, ever going away. In a restaurant, those experiences don't happen. For yeah, for sure. In all levels, I just, but yeah, uh, I mean, it, 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 it was it's me a, and one guy. It's remarkable, and I think it's funny too because you'll people will always remember you, and then for some reason you always remember them too, which is great, even years later. Oh, yeah. uh, 
So the the best part is is like you know think about this though. It's like every time we do a work, wherever we're always at parties. There's always music and there's bands and there's bars and yeah. there's nice yeah. good wine and you're in like a dope yeah. house and you're doing these things and it's like so you know after work we usually grab some burgers at this this spot called Oshaval in Chicago, which is like keeps getting voted like the best burger in the country. And uh, we we pop in at like. 10 minutes to closing after service, like every Friday oh, night, get our burgers, <laughs> go home. Hey, no, they, they, they said they, they're, they're always very happy to see us. We always have a shot together and, you know, talk about our nights and we, we cruise out. But it's funny because all my friends are like, oh, you just come party. I'm like, dude, I've been partying for the last eight hours at this wedding. I was just yeah. at, or, you know, like it's work, right. but it's like also like a bet. I like to consider it like a more of a ballet than anything else. It's mm-hmm. like a choreographed event. Nice. I like so, that. I like you, you that. can use that. Yeah, you, you can use that. On your <laughs> Thanks, TV man. Show if you want, like, feel free, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate right? that. I mean, you know what, you know, what we nice. call it? What we call it is the victory dance. You got to have the victory dance, man. If you don't do the victory dance, then the whole thing's gonna be fucked up in the future. So after our, event, well, what's your we vic- always go out for a beer? What do you guys do? You know, you just go out for a beer. You know, whether it's, I mean, trust me. Sometimes it, it, it's a couple things we can do. Sometimes we'll just come back to my house because I have a bar in the basement where I'm sitting right now. It's great. I have taps, I have whatever you need, I got it right here. So if it's, you know, we'll come back here and hang out at the bar or we'll go out to a, a restaurant and have a couple of drinks and see what happens. Uh, sometimes it's a late night, sometimes it's not. Uh, I'm, I'm getting close to that 40 mark. So uh, these my late nights are getting few and far between these days. But trust me, I can still I hear have, you. My, my guys will tell you, they don't want nothing <laughs> to do with trying to out drink me. They want nothing to fucking do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. But so I actually have a good question for you and because this is definitely something that's on my mind a lot. So, um, you know, one of the things as doing what we do as profession is longevity and sustainability. And then also like, how long are you really going to go for? So you've really branched out with your radio, you know, this podcast plus the, um, the TV show is tremendous. And I, you know, I see your stuff, but like, I'm, um, I think you and I are like the same age or like a year apart. And, uh, like what are you what are you gonna do when you're fifty? You still want to do this? Um, I, you know, man, I'm gonna tell you what, dude. That's a that's a good question, and I thought a lot about it. I got three kids, you know that. Like, you know, a wife, three yeah. kids, been married a while. Um, very happy. Uh, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I am right now in a better place professionally and mentally than I've been in a long, long time. Um, I'm having more fun in this business than I've ever had, and I've been doing it for twenty years. And and I, I I can't imagine doing anything else. I mean, listen, is it hard work? You're goddamn right it is. But uh, I enjoy it. For those moments, like in the story I told before, when the, 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 the bride from the wedding comes in in tears and hugs you and squeezes you so tight and you can feel her, actually her hand squeeze your shoulders and she just tells you that you made her wedding from what you did. Dude, those moments, that, that's amazing. That's what it's about. And, you know, as long as I can keep For going, sure. I'm going to keep going. You know, and, and I have guys who work with me and, you know, I can't, I've actually started Aram in the, in the past, probably four months, I'll, I'll double book. So I'll send my sous chef to a smaller party with, you know, probably the head server. I'll send them to a smaller party when I go to a bigger party with a weaker server. So we're starting to kind of right. double it and do two at a time. You know, so I don't know. Uh, you know, as of right now, we're doing good. I mean, 50, 50 is not that old anymore. I'm in great shape. I can do it. So I mean, I guess to answer your question, <laughs> yeah. I'll keep going right. fifty probably. I mean, unless my lottery ticket hits. If that hits, y'all can all go fuck yourself. 
Well, you know, I mean, but in your well, what about you? Kid, what about you, you dude? No, no. You got to answer the question yourself, dude. What about you? I have no idea. I mean, so one of the things that intrigues me the most would be like the, the, the total alternative life would be, you know, at a beach in Costa Rica or something like working a bed and breakfast farmer table oh. thing, you know, like what a cool business or something yeah. that you could do where just you're in the jungle and you're not dealing with like this year has been so stressful with just all the nonsense with the, the, the politics and the deal and this and that. It's just been like a very tense place. And so I think like it's interesting is, you know, just as intimate as you get with like the brides at the wedding, you also get intimate with the people like the, you know, the, the patriarchs of the house and they're having a cigar afterwards and, you know, you're outside talking with them and, you know, waiting to settle up and shoot the shit. And they're talking about, you know, Trump this or Clinton this, da, 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 and, and you're like, oh, yeah. I gotta, <laughs> like, really yeah. gotta like curb your opinion. And it's like, come like, I'm yeah. like, just gotta like float me my, my cash and my tip. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that all takes sides. It's always awesome. interesting. Hey, but you know what we should do? What we should do is that you and I both, we'll, we'll hit that 50 mark and then we just say, fuck it, we'll take our families down to uh, someplace in the Keys or something. We'll open a fucking fish taco stand on the beach and brew our own beer. What do you think? I tell my wife that every day since the first day we've been together. That's exactly what I do. I want to move to QS and open a taco stand. Like it's so funny. Fuck yeah. There's this Fuck yeah. there's this lady that we're so like I live in Logan Square in Chicago, which is becoming like the probably the awesome hippest neighborhood, as they would say. But what it's really doing is just gentrifying a ton and putting in a whole new slew of bars and shit. But this lady, she's got a Single grill, like a Weber grill, no big deal, right? Propane tank, and she sells okay. Polish sausages and steak sandwiches. She sells them for like seven bucks a pop. Her food costs are like under a buck a piece, and probably sells like two hundred of these a night. And that's all. And that's all she does. Like she shows up, she's like, I wow. raise my kids, I put them to bed. I come out here from like ten to two, and I, you know, I serve two hundred dogs and all these drunk fucks that are out there. And there's so many bars in one street that it's just like, you know cars can't even drive anymore it's just like people yeah it's like she maybe i'll do that gonna, probably if not more but like in straight cash you know so she hired uh i think she got knocked off one night so like she's got like a uh, security guard guy that stands over there and then that's it oh no shit damn so who robbed that's the polish lady that's what I, the sausage lady that's what i say <laughs> The sausage lady there you go well that's what we'll do so important the key so like why not take that keys, man to key west there you go. But we'll make fucking tacos and brew beer. I just want to brew beer too because I'm big into that these days. We're just fucking, we'll have, we'll have tacos. We'll have our own beer and tacos. Delicious. Well, do you, so, uh, but funny enough, you know, do you remember Renee from The Taste? She was from Chicago. Ooh. She, uh, she got the job working for, she got the job working for Ludo yes. shortly after yes, she got yes, eliminated yes. from the sh first round of the show. Yeah. So she went Can over to this restaurant in Los boring? Angeles. Can we say time out that she was that? boring and wouldn't hang out with us? She wouldn't hang out with us, right? <laughs> she did not. She's not much of a partier, but I knew her back here. She's yeah. a culinary instructor. She's a little bit more like by the book, but, you know, just that's just her deal. Um, but it's got a dark side of her because I went out with her one time with uh, Jeff from L.A. And uh, we we had a very late night. So I think maybe the, <laughs> the, the TV show is an in the TV show brought out a lot of nervous energy and so many of the people, I think, that like when you see people yeah. afterwards, they're very different from like the week that we got to know them. Um, you and right. I are pretty much stay the same because that's just how we are. We're just, right. you know, like <laughs> we're just professionals in that element. 
But um, anyway, so, professional but, you know, my ass. Uh, <laughs> professionally <Right>. awesome. <laughs> professional drinkers. Anyway, go ahead. Right, right. <laughs> professionally put on a good time. Uh, you know, she went and worked at this like high-end two Michelin star restaurant and was like, thought that was the answer and got so burnt out. And now she works on this farm in Belize. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And like what? caters to these beautiful lambs and chickens running around and these guests come and they stay and they go and fish for lobster and then throw them on the grill. It's like, what a job. Like, wow. how cool would that be? So, I don't know. Wow. I'm really inspired by that. So, I feel like if I could somehow put together the right plan, that would be the move. Take my family out of here. But until then, I'm going to find a way to get my face on, like, a jar of sauce because I think that's the way to, like, really yeah, make yeah. money when we're sleeping. I just had a uh, – I'm just digress for a second because I want to comment on what you said. But uh, so, John Bon Jovi, you know, Bon Jovi, that guy, his uh his family oh, like yeah. his his dad his dad and his mom and his grandmother they make a pasta sauce all right I <laughs> know hang on don't worry I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the story so uh, they just sent me three jars of their sauce so I could comment on it and uh, when they sent it to me I said listen as a chef like I can't comment on a pre made sauce on social media I'll be fucking destroyed for that and uh, they're like just try it just try it and I was like all right and they said we didn't care to comment just try it. And uh, I got to be honest with you, man, uh, it, it, it's good stuff. The point of the story is this, though. What's happening is you're seeing a change in these products, right? Their product is completely 100% things from, like, you know, basically from your garden. There's nothing you can't pronounce. It's all regular stuff. Uh, the shelf life is nowhere near what it would be on, like, a bottle of, like, Prego or some shit. But that's what it is. But what's happening is you're finding guys like myself and like you are finding a niche, finding a product like that that they can get a, get a, you know, be a part of, they can, they can make or something like that. And that's what they're, you know, kind of ending their career on. So it's not a bad idea what you're talking about there. And they got John yeah, Bon Jovi. I mean, like, <laughs> how many millions does Mario Batali make just on his like sauce and book lines alone? It's, it's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's telling nuts, you, I can take him. With, I think I, I think I could take him. Orange Crocs and all. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He'd take. I probably take the Crocs off of him, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he's a good dude. He's a good I, dude, but there's definitely a few of them I don't like. <laughs> but uh, I mean, all right. So, what do you think? Uh, you know, talking about what we, were, you know, what we do. What, what's the what's the number one? No, let me. I'm gonna new question. New question. I got a better one. All right. Do you feel as a uh, private chef lesser than a restaurant chef? in situations like maybe when you're under the group of other people 
That's interesting, man. Um, with a group of people, I don't think I do, but I, I think I worry about how other chefs may look at me. I was just in New Orleans doing a big chef event, which is exciting and fun, uh, with some pretty big name chefs. And, you know, here I come in as this private chef and, um, you know, all these guys are making their dishes and, and uh, I met some great people there. But then at the end of the night, uh, the host of this event asked the crowd what their favorite dish was. Right. So we're in New Orleans, brother. All right. Me, my sous chef. And we had to make these plates for 300 people. Long story short, we had to like draft our ingredients. It's all, it was a funny gimmick, but, uh, and I had black drum. So the funny part about the whole story was, is that uh, end of the night, we're in New Orleans, you know, you think shrimp and grits, you think heavy sausage, heavy, heavy dishes, right? Uh, I did a ceviche with a, uh, I had pecans I had to use. So I did a toasted pecan mayo with a little ceviche of this black drum. Beautiful dish, we did a smoked mango and sea bean salad on it. Um, and uh, at the end of the night, they asked who should win people's choice and the entire crowd started chanting for our dish. Um, nice. So, you know, even though feeling like you're a private chef that you may think that even after events like that, you still kind of have that, you feel a little bit lesser. I went to uh, Napa with Pepsi and Frito-Lay a couple of years ago. Uh, I was hanging out with Bo McMillan and uh, you know, these, these big names in, in the chef industry and we're hanging out out there. And, uh, and here I come, this little private chef from Newtown, Connecticut. And my dish wins the, the entire it's not even like a win, but my dish is the one I selected to show how to use less fat and salt in food. But as a private chef, I have way more experience in trying to maintain flavor because people hire me because I, and probably the same thing for you, because you can handle, uh, you know, dietary restrictions and still make food taste great. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and like, that's, that's been the bulk of my gigs, you know, going forward. I feel like there's been a good positive trend in, in people's health awareness and uh, they just they all just realize that they have no idea how to cook fish or vegetables. That's true. That's true. And it's like, great, yeah. I can do I can do those. Right. <laughs> I know how to do that. Sure thing. Sure thing. But, you know, you know, I mean, like. Go ahead. You can go. You, 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 oh, you're handling the interview. Saying, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is, who shows us really? No, nah, you got a dog. Go for it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say that, uh, it, you know, I'm always, always curious to hear about how other people who have our, have a similar profession, um, how they're, how they are in, interpreted, how they feel when they're in situations and scenarios, when you're talking to people and they're like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm the, I'm the executive chef over here. Or I'm the sous chef over here. And I'm like, oh, what do you do? And you're like, well, I do. And then you kind of like elaborate on the 10 things that we do. You know, like, right. Like, I think so, what it is that a, comes out it, for me, it comes out for me as being like, uh, you know, for instance, the two examples I gave of the events I've had with big name chefs, it, it actually makes me want to do better. It makes me want to work harder. I think it makes it makes me better because I feel like I have something to prove, even though I don't. I mean, listen, I can look at these chefs all day long and be like, yeah, I'm a private chef. Um, I don't have to work 90 hours a week, even though I kind of do, you know, because we're constantly hustling to get more business. But, um, right. you know, it, it, it's a different kind of work. I'm not. In, in a kitchen slaving away for 90 hours a week, like maybe you are in your hotel. But then again, I've done that. I was part of that. I've opened two giant hotels. I opened a five-star five resort. I know what it takes to do that. And I also know that I want to see my kids and have time with my wife and my family and be able to dictate my own schedule. And, you know, I have earned that. That's the key. In doing what I do. Yeah. That's, I mean, that is like right there, then and there. 
And, you know, as like my, my new bride and, you know, as we talk about our future and with family and, you know, and so on, it's like, this is why I created this whole thing was to have this. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like you build, you build it and then everything else will come and you're like, all right, cool. Like now I have this perfect scenario where like, I can raise my own kid. Like how exciting was that? That's amazing. That's, that's that's fun. And, uh, so I don't know. It's, it's a cool ride. Uh, living in Chicago, it's hard because in my opinion, you know, we're probably, the first or second best culinary city in the country i'm sure you know between chicago and new york hands down there's i mean whatever san francisco but they're doing stuff we you know anyways not talk shit about san francisco anyway go moving forward uh it's it's hard new york surrounded by so new york well i don't live in new york so i rep you know but just like new york (laughs) i love your city city yeah man i do too i mean i think like uh we're always supposed to take a step back to people from New York because they're like, you know, hey, it's fucking New York, but like Chicago's no joke. We we're we're tough people. We do a lot of good stuff, which is um, which is fun when I travel to smaller cities. When you're like, oh look, uh, you know, somewhere in Dallas opened up a cocktail bar, and you go there, they're like, this is a uh, old fashioned. And you're like, wow, it's amazing. <laughs> you know, like we just, <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm glad I made something. Glad you guys fucking. I made something called a called a Moscow Mule. Have you ever seen this? That's right. That's right. Thanks for catching up here seven in... years later. Yeah. <laughs> such a dig. I'm here in Lexington, like a... Kentucky with a Moscow Mule. <laughs> Man, like, I'll tell you, like, we're so spoiled, though. Uh, like, so our the cocktail program is really big in Chicago, and so my wife and I love to go to this one bar, Billy Sunday in Logan Square. We get Manhattan there, like, twice a week, and it's like, cheers. You know, we walk in. we get It's all the love. But like everybody else, you know, they use those like really big ice cubes, you know, and so it's good for look and it's good for the drink, et cetera. And so like we become so snobby living in major metro areas. I'm down in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I go to this this like secret speakeasy cocktail bar and I'm sitting with the owner and we're chitting it up and he gives me this drink and it's like shaved ice. And then within like 10 minutes, it's all fucking melted because you're in the desert and it was like 100 degrees that night. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, like, I'm like, can I talk to you like straight up about your ice program here is like and, uh, you know then you go home and you reflect the conversation you're like i'm really becoming an asshole but like i'm talking about ice this is what it is man you know you're talking you about your is... sauce you're talking about thing like you yeah. have to be on point like 24 7 now like there's no give so that's what's no. the most important and you know, i think as a private chef it's one of the things that we do a lot. I mean, listen, right before we started the show tonight, I had a conversation with a client for a party next weekend. And, you know, you're on point. You're, you, it's like you have it's a switch. You have to turn on and off. Uh, you know, she called me on the phone. I didn't even know it was her. I answered it. She told me who it was. Now, all of a sudden, the switch turns on. And I'm now I'm now the you know, I'm not just Chef Plum. I'm now the the, the personality Chef Plum because you have to have that. I'm sure right. you do the same thing. When a client talks to you, they don't want to talk to Aram. They want to have to chef Aram Reed and you, you turn it on and you, you know, you, you schmooze and that's, that's what we do. That's what we have to do. And that's part of the game. And I think that's a lot of chefs uh, in restaurants and hotels. Uh, they, and there's some that can obviously, but I think a lot of it, you know, they, they can't do that. You know, they don't have that ability. Correct. I mean, we're, we, it's more about accessibility, which I think is the best. Mm. You know, you're immediately talking to the person that you need to talk to. And so you're already going to be you, dude. Even if you were a janitor or a 
fucking pilots. Like, you know, could you imagine you as like a pilot? You're like the shit you would no. say on the microphone. Cause like your personality is always <laughs> the same, right? Like, hey, everybody. <laughs> it would just be an onslaught like, of inappropriate jokes and, and slurs and right. things that you shouldn't call people. So, but that's the way it goes. You're just singing songs and just doing whatever you want to do. Cause you're yeah. like, hey, this is plum error. This is what happens. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this though. Let me ask you this. So, you've done the restaurant thing. You've you, you've you've done your time in there, and and as have I. And um, you know, two questions, I guess, when it comes down to it. Uh, do you think, as a chef, uh, not so much in 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 in, in I guess skills, but in, in how about in production? We'll talk in production as a chef in production. You could probably outcook or out outproduce a lot of other chefs because of the amount of time that we spend working by ourselves. We don't have all the help that we need. We don't have always have a pot washer. We don't always have a guy to peel the carrots for us. You know, a lot of times it's us having to talk to the client, make the menu for the client, meet the client, uh, sometimes even serve the client. Uh, do, you, do you think that you have a leg up on some chefs like that? And also on the opposite side of the, of the coin, do you miss the camaraderie of having that whole team with you all the time. Well, <laughs> definitely on that one, uh, you know, for the first six years, I was solo. And uh, I mean, I just got accustomed to like talking to myself while I was cooking, you know, you like wake yeah. up early and you go buy all your product and you come back and you go to get into your kitchen and you start, you know, banging everything out one after the other. And like, literally, it would just, it was so lonely. But then you'd look forward to being a gig and you're like, hey, everybody, I'm here. And I'm like, I'm just going to talk to you. This is great. And, uh, but now yeah, yeah. my wife's been working with me. So the different, the change, which has been great too, is that my wife's been helping me. You know, she's been learning how to cook. So she's been coming to, to the kitchen with me to work and to prep, which has been really cool. So I, I, I dig on that. But to speak on the other part, you know, I feel like we do, uh, because we wear all the hats and we're, we have to do every job at 100%, it, we have a leg up in in many sides. And I feel yeah. like, um, you know, I saw that, like, I really saw that when I did, uh, I did another TV show on the Esquire Network last year. It was really fun. Yeah. And it was like, we had to do like a burger, about do a burger. Yeah, it was such a cool show, man. It was my favorite one I did for sure. And, uh, you know, so I'm, in, I'm with a restaurant chef, me, and this guy that's more like a, um, I don't know what he, he's like a he does like computer work, but then also is in food and, and like, he'll go like hunt his own thing and, and like fucking elk in the North of Canada and carried back <laughs> in his skin. And I don't know. It was really cool. Great guy. Oh, Great guy. <laughs> Love. We hung out a lot. And, uh, but you know, <laughs> we hung out a lot. <laughs> so, well, you know how it is. And we we're just stuck. And you know, like, I don't know. There's no one to talk. At least with the, yeah. the taste, there was like six, there was like 60 of us. When, when I did this one, there was three, so, and we were told uh, specifically by the producers to not talk to each other at all. But like, you get three chefs who are in a in small town USA, and they don't know anybody, and they can't talk to anybody. Where are they going to go? But to the hotel bar. And then, so sure enough, there we all are sitting at the bar. And I'm looking at him, and I'm like, this guy's definitely not from around here. This guy's definitely not from around here. And I'm like, should we all acknowledge that we're not here for the same thing? <laughs> but you know what it was very look, fun you look, at, you look at the taste man and and to me i still have incredibly fond memories of that and that whole experience and um you know it definitely as far as tv shows go it wasn't uh 
my best showing, but I was very nervous. It was my first time doing something. And, but that, that group of people was a special group to me. It was a very, very cool group of people. And, you know, we all bonded very much and we had such a, such a fucking great time that week, man. Was that, that's just a blast. We just had a TV show aside, you take 60 amazing chefs and put them in a room together and let them hang out. And I mean, it just becomes a fucking story fest and people getting crazy. It was awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. And the best part was just like not having any communication really much out the outside world. Like I didn't have my phone with me. So I was just mm -hmm. like, it was just fun to be away from everything. What a vacation that was. It was oh, a cool it was experience. A time, and it was a great time, funny man. enough though, like, like I'm curious about you, but every time I ever got a phone call for, you know, chopped or cutthroat or whatever guys, grocery games, all of them, they always mentioned my, like 35 second clip in the taste and it, cause I was like which is the worst because it's it like it, it was so good for the tv but it was so bad for me because it like put me as this like angry like I'm gonna kick over the fucking garbage can kind of yeah stuff. it was like well and because I called everybody a hack and like they said so they thought like yeah, oh yeah. you're gonna be like really abrasive and intense and so like every time I keep getting like denied uh all these shows now because I'm like, I'm like, look, I was, I was very hungry. I was waiting around. <laughs> you know, I just lost the show. I'm in, I'm in the worst mood ever. You bring the camera in my face and I'm like, you know, and I'm like, yeah. like the worst possible moment ever. But just, oh, like, I just wanted to eat so bad. That's all I could think about the whole time. And like, so that's that line when I called everybody hacks, like the ultimate moment of like hanger. Uh, anger, like, like three, uh, three, <laughs> three other shows just from that one moment when I'm like, they love that, that shit, bunch of hags. They, they, they love that eat it shit, up, man. eat it up. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck you know who just who I just reconnected with on uh, Facebook, and I'm still new in Facebook. Uh, long story, but uh, remember Nina Marie? <laughs> uh, yeah, the one, the girl from Jersey that just had a baby. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We just reconnected. She's super sweet. We've been talking. Uh, she's she's very nice. cool. Uh, it, it's funny, you know. I talk about these shows, and when you do them, how just you know, it it becomes the actual show part becomes secondary. It's almost more about just the contacts you make, the people you make, the friends you make when you do these shows. And you know, that one I think was a, a first for a lot of people. So there was a lot of bonding kind of happening over being the first time, you know, doing that sort of stuff. For sure. For sure. But also to, to that point, let's just, you know, you asked me earlier, which I don't think I ever even got to an answer. That's just the way I talk. But, it's you know, um, about, no, it's me. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> I'm a, that's my Costanza. It's, it's, it's me. It's not you. That <laughs> <laughs> was great. <laughs> um, uh, adaptability. You forgot your shit. I think, you totally forgot. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Adaptability. Right. So if I worked in the right. same restaurant, the same spot, the same station, you know, of course, you're going to be good. You're going to be fluid because, you know, you do you do six things. It's mechanical. But right. the thing that I don't think we get credit for is, you know, there's no. There's a first time run. We're, we're playing on a way game every game we play. So yeah. it's like, oh, okay, cool. Like I'm in, I'm in your, I'm in your stadium. I got to deal with your rules. Like you know, tonight I was dealing with an induction burner, induction burner with my client, and then last night, you know, there was uh, no kitchen, and we're doing sternos, and you know, think about like the the gig you and I are going to do in in uh, Boston. You know, there's no kitchen, 
so great, dude. But you know, the clients don't know that. Okay. It's like, how are you going to do this and that, that, and you got to just bang it out. Well, it's so not their it's problem. Like, it's easy to it's be not their problem. That's right. It's easy to, to be good at doing what you do when you do it every single day, which, uh, when we do the TV show with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If I'm working on that set at Guy's Grocery Games like you did, and the same one at The Taste, and, you know, these other ones like the burger ones, like, this is a new kitchen, man. And you're like, great, bang out 100 yeah. burgers. Go. Right, right. <laughs> you know, that's the way it goes. You just gotta do it, bro. I did a pop up dinner inside of Williams Sonoma in the mall. You know, the big kitchen store in the mall. And uh, well, I, I'm, the we only, Boston, I'm the only chef. The, yeah, and and I'm the only chef in the country who's ever done that. And uh, you think it would be great, you know, pop up dinner, Williams Sonoma kitchen store. Use whatever you want, dude. They don't have nothing. And I'm six foot three, two hundred fifty pounds. And the amount of workspace that we had to work in to plate up, me and my sous chef. I'm a big dude. He's a medium, moderately sized gentleman. Uh, it's not a lot of room. And you would think it was awesome. And it was great for the PR. And it was awesome. Whatever. We got a lot of attention for it. But the actual execution, dude, it was a nightmare. <laughs> it was an absolute nightmare. But, you know, you do the best you can. I, no one there knew it was a nightmare because that would never happen. But me and my crew were like, fuck, this is a nightmare, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's but the way it goes. That's what you have to do. Yeah. That's what we have to do. It's 100% what we have to do. How about the camaraderie, man? Do you miss the camaraderie? You know, yeah, I'm jealous of that from a lot of people. But what I did was I just found other outlets for it. And then I just, it was like, you find your balance. You know, it's like, so I, I played basketball with these guys. And, you know, we play every three times a week for like five years. So it's like, that's my camaraderie moment. And then I do that. Yeah. And then I'm with my team. And then you just, you're good. So, you know, lately it's just been, uh, my wife and I have been working together and she's been fantastic doing the front of the house and just managing that whole program allows me to do a lot more in the kitchen with plating and then, you know, being the coming out and doing the whole, the whole spiel, which is great. Um, and then like on Saturday night, I had five staffers. So we were at like a little, you know, much bigger party and uh, you know, it was, that camaraderie was great. It's like, I'm hanging out with my family. I get all choked up every time we hang out, you know, I'm always like, yeah. I love you guys. <laughs> I love you. Like, you know, it's like, you make when me you look so kids. good and you like, and you guys are so good and, and you like me and I hope it's because you like <laughs> and me. You like me. And that's not, <laughs> You're so you know, right. I want it's to be a family. Crazy. Oh, dude. Ever since, ever since I had kids and I'm a former pro wrestler, ever since we had kids, uh, I cry at Sunny Delight commercials now. I can't fucking contain myself anymore. I'm like, it's so nice. <laughs> it's all an ethnically diverse group, and they're all friendly. It's awesome. I just fall apart. <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> wait, wait. Can, you, like, can we go? Can we dial this back real quick, though? Uh, yeah, man. You are a pro wrestler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't, that, that's, that's common knowledge. You know that? Yeah. I, I, uh, I did, uh, I did not know my, that. I know the chef club. Yeah, like uh, that was my gimmick. Or... Yeah, 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 yeah. Pro wrestling, like, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm gonna hit you with a steel chair. What was your, what was your music? What was the music <laughs> you listened, you played when you came out? That's all I want to know. Like, uh, I came out to a Seven Dust song 
uh, fuck, what can I, I can't think of the name. It was a Seven Dust song. Uh, you're talking 2000, 2099, 2000. Uh, it, 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 was, it was ridiculous. My character was the chef. Uh, I did. I came out wearing <laughs> whites and check pants. Uh, oh, it gets worse, chef. My finisher was called the main course. Um, I would kick you in the gut. Oh, I'd kick you in the gut, and I would signal to the crowd, check, please. Like, you know, the, the universal check, please sign. And then I would pick you up and hit you with the main course and drop you. And you know, that, that was my finisher, and it was the most ridiculous thing ever. But, you know, I, I'm a guy who, you know, I don't have to say what kind of guy I am, but I'm the kind of guy who, if I like something, I grew up on pro wrestling. I want to understand it. And it was never big leagues. It was always very minor leagues in Virginia, uh, solid gold pro wrestling and kind of pro pro wrestling. Uh, but um, it, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And I'll never forget the first day they hit me with a chair. And I told them they fucked up and hit me with the real chair. And they all started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> like, said, yeah, you didn't know that? Chin to chest, kid. <laughs> chin to chest and breathe out, son. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, it, was, it, it was good stuff, dude. It was good stuff. It, it was not bad. We all, we all have weird things in our, in our past, all right? Let's not be judgmental here. Uh, I mean, I used to wear a suit, and then I went to an office every day and rode the bus, and uh, I think that was the worst time of my entire life. Jesus. Jesus. But, well, let's uh, take one. Yeah, but I learned. We got, take a, we got a guy on hold here. We got to take a call, because I think he wants to chime in. I think I might know who this is. Cool. So is that cool? We'll take take a quick call. Yeah, of course. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right, you're all live at Plum Love Foods. What's your name? Where are you calling from? What's happening, Plum? You know who this is. Oh, there it goes. There's like four numbers here right now, so I was making sure I clicked the right one. Uh, this is the one, the only uh, uh, era. This is Chef Adam Badini, the Connecticut Chef's Challenge champion, two years in a row. A fantastic cook. He makes an amazing uh, short rib grilled cheese out of his food truck called CT Streetery. He's a great guy. Nice, nice. Nice to meet you, brother. Nice to meet you, too. How's it going, Chef? Awesome, man. That's uh, that short rib sandwich. Where are you serving your – where are you out of? I'm in the northwestern corner of Connecticut, uh, a little town called Roxbury. Right on. Oh, one of those sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. Can you get Slam one? grilled you get cheese. <laughs> Plum, can you grab one for me on your way up to Boston? Yeah, I'm gonna set you up. I'm gonna set you up. I'm gonna set, I'm gonna set you up. That's for sure. That's for sure. So, but I'm gonna get everybody. On, what are you up to? Not too much. Not too much. I hear you. I hear you guys are talking about catering and shit, and figure share some of our experiences. Oh, and congratulations, Plum, on the uh, on the uh, on the edible nutmeg on the road, bro. Oh man, I really appreciate it, dude. Thank you very much. Uh, you you've been on the shoot with us and helped us out doing some food styling. So thank you. Uh, I'm glad you dig it. Uh, the, the the promo reel is not bad, right? No, it's pretty sweet. I like it. Super professional. Uh, <laughs> I can hope so. Uh, anyway, so uh, well, what do you think, man? Doing the food truck and doing the work that you do. We were talking about private chefs and catering versus restaurant chefs. Uh, what do you think? How do you compare to it? Is there, is there a comparison? I don't know. It's hard to say because, you know, sometimes, I mean, when we cater together, you know, we have a good time. We're killing it. We kill, we crush great food. But like, like Aaron said, like Aaron said, you're always on an away game. It's always like an away game. So you never know what you're going to get. I mean, sometimes, sometimes I I do miss, you know, the, the heat of the kitchen, you know, the grind, the hustle, you know, like, 
Like that shit is is what I really miss about it. But everything else that comes with it, I don't miss that at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. And like Aram said, just the hours itself, right, Chef? Right. Oh, oh the hours are brutal. Everyone, you know, we get we get the opposite of everybody else. The nine to fivers go in, and we're working five to one, two in the morning, you know, or earlier. No My doubt, favorite time no in the doubt. world is going like to go to the mall or Target on a Tuesday at like noon and oh. you have the whole place yourself. That's like, right. Like, there's no one up. there. Uh, although That's I'll good. tell you what, it's fun. Uh, I actually got into uh, doing a stage every once in a while just for fun. And yeah. uh, like go, go throw at it. It's, 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 you know, it's interesting because everyone's really young. I mean, these kids are like 22 and so they're, yeah, they're like the big swinging dicks of the new generation. <laughs> they come in, but it's always fun to like go throw down for a little bit. Be like, all right, cool, bye. I'm out of here. I'm gonna go home to my nice house. <laughs> See ya. Yeah, yeah, that was me last winter. <laughs> well, so that's what happened. The, the 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 program changes when you have kids. There's no more working for free. That shit doesn't fly anymore. It's just not even on the table. The domesticated <laughs> life takes over. Domesticated yeah. life. <laughs> there you go. Well, uh, Adam, awesome to hear from you, man. Uh, I will chat with you here shortly, man. I appreciate you calling in. And uh, are you driving? Drop safe. It sounds like you're in the car. No, no, no. I'm not driving. I just got home. Good times. Well, look, man, I'll have a drink. On. Uh, yeah, there you go. Have a drink, man. We'll talk to you later. All right, buddy? Oh, yeah, likewise. Keep it real, boys. Thanks, Peace, man. Buddy. See you. Uh, that's a good motherfucker right there. He comes along with some of the catering gigs I do. He's a great guy. He's a great cook. And I tell you what, his short rib grilled cheese out of that food truck is absolutely outstanding. It's really good stuff, man. Dude, I'll tell you what, a, a short rib grilled cheese in Chicago would go very far. I'm going to tell you that. Like, there's two things Hell people yeah. love here in the Midwest. That's meat and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should, you should take a trip it, down the, into the Chicago. <laughs> you really should. And I'll tell you, if you'd like to have a look around, it, it shows. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you got some big people. I'll fit right in. It's awesome. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm com- I'm comfortable here. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm not fat. I'm just not tall enough yet. I'm working on it. That's a good joke. <laughs> just think about it. That's a good fucking joke. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, look, it. man, this has been a great conversation. This conversation has been going on for four hours, but uh, I know you got to get on with your reading and hang out with your lovely wife, and uh, I got to call tonight, too, but I want to play a little a little game of uh, this evening of what did we learn? If you got a few more minutes for me, what do you think? Is that cool? Uh, I have an, I have a, uh, you know, eternity for you, whatever. I mean, nice, nice. There it is. All right. So what did you learn is brought to you by Ergo Chef Knives, the new shape of cutlery. We are trying to shape your brain around what we learned this evening. Make sure you check out ergochefknives.com. And of course, use promo code Plum 15 off to get yourself a great deal on the knives that I use every single day of my life. All right, Chef, I'm going to tell you what. I learned tonight. I learned tonight that uh, Chicago has quite the affinity with meat and cheese. I learned that just a few seconds ago. What did you learn? I learned that at some point in your life, you wore a singlet and you smashed (laughs) a chair over some dude's back. And that... Made my day. <laughs> that makes me feel a little bit more uncomfortable. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, tonight, uh, I also learned that the uh, acclaimed Chicago's own Chef Aram Reed, uh, when he works with a crew of more than himself, 
gets highly emotional. So I've got to be careful in the future. So <laughs> <laughs> I like, it, what else I you got? <laughs> what, well, what brought what broadened your horizons tonight? Oh my god. I'm really thinking about that short chip, that short rib and grilled cheese real quick. Uh, only because I have the munchies, but I'm trying right. to think of the most fascinating. You know what I learned tonight? That you have What's that? I, two and maybe plus more sponsors for this show. And I think that's really impressive. It's fucking ridiculous. It has come a long way. <laughs> truly, man. Like three years ago, you're like brought to you by my mom because you let me borrow some money. <laughs> Because <laughs> she let me borrow some like, I got coffee. I got coffee. I got knives. What else? What else do you have over here, man? Like, I'm learning from you, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's what we do. Hey, I listen, learned. You know what I, I learned tonight? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, please, please, go ahead. No, no, you, you, you. All right. So I learned tonight that I think uh, once I turn age 51, and uh, my man Chef Aram turns 51. Uh, we are going to move our families collectively down to the uh, Florida Keys or some random island, and we're going to open a taco stand on the beach, and we're going to go to work every day uh, with fishing poles and bare feet. That's how we're going to retire. I want to have like a Tommy Bahama shirt with like just one button somewhere in the middle. Hell yeah! Just to, like keep it all yeah. together. So it's like you know you. I love you've that. You're, you're going to do that. I'm gonna wear the same shirt, but I'm only button that top button right between like 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 the pectoral <laughs> muscles, so that my gut hangs out. Vato. That's what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All right, give me one more. What'd you learn? Give me one more thing. This is an educational program tonight. You had to pick something else up from it. You know, um, my God, I learned that. You know what? Another thing that I learned was your passion for brewing beer, and I think that's. Uh, are you doing like a, a series of these? Oh, dude, can I can't even tell you. I mean, can we have a taste? I've tried to, brother, I have tried to brew beer about 40 times, and every time it comes out tasting like orange fecal matter. It's not good times. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's terrible. But then a couple episodes ago, I was, I'm doing a series on beer, and uh, this is pretty great, actually. I had a very, very small brewer on who I met locally here in Connecticut. We are, the beer scene is blowing up. Uh, and she does gluten-free beer, but it doesn't taste gluten-free. It's made with sorghum, like most gluten-frees, but it doesn't taste gluten-free. And she had her on. And then I had uh, uh, I had uh, the PR people from um, called New Belgium Brewing Company. You've heard of them, right? Uh, they do pretty mm-hmm. well-known. Yeah, I had no idea. They're the fourth largest brewer in the country. How about that? Blew my fucking mind. Uh, and then I just got contacted by Anheuser-Busch about two weeks ago about doing the show. So we're doing a whole series where it's like big middle you know like like and then giant so it's gonna be great to talk to them and all of them are much better at i know what, than I, I know what i just learned that What's you that? were looking for a co-host for your tv show and you just asked me to join you <laughs> <laughs> hey look here uh, I would love not, to. not impossible <laughs> if you guys have an edible magazine in chicago um I, i'd be happy to come out there and do it we'll make the contacts we'll make it happen i'd love to have you be a guest any day of the week you have an open door policy on whatever i'm doing you're definitely you're welcome to be there for sure any day buddy. any day love that brother well i can't wait for uh well i can't wait i finally can see this i'm looking forward to seeing you and i'm looking to Hell finally yeah. get to work get to work with you and uh, what a fun experience. And I hope we should do some, 
some like Facebook Live or something fun while we're there, just because this is like oh, we'll I don't do know. Do all I don't this would be this would be fun. Do all that shit. We're gonna do that. We'll, we'll, fuck. We may even do a live radio show just after we're done doing the catering, just for fun. We can do whatever we want. I love it. The whole crew sitting around drinking beer, doing a show. How much fun is that? Oh hell yeah. Hell yeah, my, my, my people have done it. They've all got fake names, too, which is great to use on the show because they don't want to be heard on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to know you, which brother. Is awesome. Well, hey, man. Thanks, man. Tell, I really tell, appreciate you having me. Dude, you're the man. Tell them how to find you online and where to get you at on, on the internet. Uh, so check out my website at chefaramreed.com. That's A-R-A-M-R-E-E-D.com. Instagram at, at aramreed and chefaramreed on Twitter. There you go. That's where you find them at right there. Brother, I appreciate your time tonight. I'm going to wrap this show up. I look forward to seeing you in Boston, and I'll talk to you very, very soon, I guess. we got to make a fucking menu, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can't wait, man. But, you know, road game and a real road game. So here we go. Let's have fun. Bring it on, baby. I'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Take care, my friend. Thanks for having me, There you go. You got it. That's my man, Chef Aaron Reed. What a great dude, man. I think the world of that cat. Great chef. Fun talking to. Just a guy you can talk to forever about business. What a great guy. Uh, I look forward to doing the event. Hey, we will do. I think we'll do a uh, live show from Boston. It'll be a lot of fun. In the meantime and in between time, you can follow me on them Twitters and on them Instagrams at Chef underscore Plum. That's at Chef underscore Plum. And of course, check me out on Facebook at Chef Plum and at Chef with two Fs underscore Plum. If you haven't seen it yet, please go and like and comment on the fun, fun video for the edible nutmeg on the road. Very excited about that. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, please, please do check that out. And uh, we look forward to seeing what's happening. November 26th, My Network TV here in the tri-state area. That's what's up, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, please, in the meantime and in between time, ladies and gentlemen, I was choking there. Ladies and gentlemen, please remember food is one of the most important things that we have in life. Everything important in life happens around food. Big shout out to Chef Aaron Reed. Thanks for joining us. And we'll catch you guys down the road. Peace! I came to pay. There's a price to pay. Time for you to get down on your knees. I came to say Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
a laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.